0: To, like like, put in, like, a shit beat on this and use it as, like, your intro. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Happy New Year! I didn't know we were with that. Bro, from the Standing Desk podcast. Uh,
1: What an electric intro to start 2024. Uh, Welcome back, folks. Um, We took a two-week hiatus, unplanned, but also planned, not kind of, at the same time. Uh, We took two weeks off. Deal with it.
0: Yeah, we're back. Next year, our Patreon exclusive for New Year's Eve will be, we're going to throw a standing desk off of a a 10-foot tall building. Uh, Yep. The clock strikes midnight. So,
1: A 10-foot tall building. You want it. What great heights.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) What's in for 2024 is better measurements. All right. (laughs) True, true. A little little spoiler alert for what's coming later in the episode. Uh, We got a lot to cover in this first episode of the year. Uh, We're going to talk about what's going to be in and out for 2024. Uh, We're going to talk about some recent fitness experiences I've had. We're going to talk about good old Joseph Tarantino. And if Ben uh, hits his head <gasps> right, we might actually remember one of the correct uh, items on the list, which was menu anxiety. Bro, he doesn't remember just, how it got there.
0: You just called... You just what called just one say? of the greatest film directors of all time your old boss. He <laughs> said Joseph instead of Clinton. <laughs> so for the listeners... Uh, <laughs> the owner of Protivity's parent company, Dan's former employer's parent company, was named no, Joe. No, he was the, he was just the CEO of Protivity He was oh, the CEO, CEO of Protivity. His former yeah. employer's named Joseph Tarantino. Joe Tarantino,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not Quentin Tarantino.
0: <laughs> Shout out We're Joe on. Tarantino, man. He's a dog. Joe's best films his, his short hobby films.
1: Yeah, his 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 company won meetings. We're gonna rank those. Wow, that's special. All right. Uh so a, a new year, new new year, new me. Uh, you know how much I love that phrase, Ben. Uh but uh Macy and I are actually starting a new fitness challenge uh to start the year. We're we're doing old 75 hard to start the year.
0: Okay. It's not just a fitness challenge, it's a lifestyle challenge.
1: Dude, yeah. For for those of you that are unaware, 75 hard requires you to do two 45 minute workouts a day. One of them outside, you have to drink a gallon of water. Read 10 pages of a book, uh, nonfiction self help, and then you have to stick to a healthy ish
0: diet. I thought it was more strict than that on the diet part. Well, you have to like find a diet and stick with it. I think that's what it says.
1: The all pizza Um, diet? Yeah, exactly. I'm on the Domino's diet. uh, (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. How
1: How many days in are you? This is day number three. Three. Okay. I'm incredibly sore. Yeah, and I've I found that I feel really good when I'm not exercising. Okay, like when I'm working out, I'm like, this sucks and it hurts <laughs> really bad. And like I'm I'm someone that worked out pretty regularly beforehand, so
0: like I'm surprised by how much I want to die every <laughs> week. What's worse, the outdoor one or the indoor one? Out outdoor for sure. Do you do the outdoor second in the day? First. So you do that first morning, thing in the morning for work. Yeah, I, I wake up early,
1: strap a 20-pound vest to my body, and go for a walk.
0: That counts? <laughs> yeah. Would normal, would regular walking count, do you think? Yeah. Some people consider that a workout. Walking is an underrated form of exercise. I don't get how it works. I know it does work, but I, I just don't understand. <laughs> it's elevated heart rate. I guess so. Um. Okay. Then, what's your diet? Just high protein,
1: like no no sweets or like very limited bread and street consumption. I'm a no. I'm a notorious enjoyer of muffins,
0: mm-hmm. uh, so I'm I'm trying to cut out the my muffin consumption. <laughs> so you've been pretty. You've been following it closely. No cheat days or anything. I mean, three days in, we haven't cheated yet. So we're. we're <laughs> We're doing pretty good. I feel like the, my thing with the diet is I feel like it's very hard to just like, you oh, know, like one almond joy, whatever. Yeah. And- I,
1: I I think because it's tied to like a specific challenge, like I'm going to feel like I'm cheating. Uh, I mean, I will be uh, like, I, like there, that is what is holding me accountable, I think, to do it or not do it. Yeah.
0: Like I'll feel like an idiot if I, if I cheat. Yeah, I don't think you can say you're going to do it and then not do it. <laughs> we have a friend of the show announced she was doing like hard 60, I think, and uh, she announced on social media. And then five days later, she posted herself drinking <laughs> and you're not supposed to. Nice. Yeah. So. You know, if you're going to announce it to the world, I think you need to stick to it. That's my only yeah. thing with hard 75. I agree. And that and that's why I'm, I'm keeping it private. Um,
1: I, there, there will be a three day stretch in which I will break it a little bit. Right. Um, we're doing a company event in Vegas and I simply refuse to completely abstain from any drinking at all because I know yeah. that they will give us champagne at some point for a toast. So of course. I simply will not abstain during that. But every other day. We're we're keeping it tried and true. We're, we're still so you're not doing it.
0: Doing it. Just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that 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 counts. It, it like you're practically you would put your job in in jeopardy if you did not. Yeah, exactly. Post, it's and then you had a to bad like
1: culture fit otherwise. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, but so so in our journey so far of our, our three day fitness journey. Um, we've been focusing a little bit more on like recovering our body and treating ourselves. Okay. So we've been, you know, using the the, the steam room, okay, uh, and the sauna at our local fitness center. Is that count as a um, workout? <laughs> no, that okay. one does not count. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what I have witnessed though with spending more time in a gym is just how horrifyingly psychotic there are people over <laughs> at uh. the gym. Uh, this, this, these two events I'm about to recount to you happened five minutes apart. Okay. Um, so I'm, I, I, I pull up in the steam room as one does. It is dark in there. It is steamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that have never been at a steam room, they average between 110, 120 Fahrenheit, uh, and hundred percent humidity. So it is death in there. It is Gordon, hard to yeah. breathe. Yes. It's, it's worse than Florida. Floridians
0: think it's Florida. It's, not Florida. <laughs> it's how Florida. Floridians. It's like the bayou. Kennedy, yeah, exactly. Indiana. Yeah, like you can't see in there because
1: it's so just fresh with steam. It's hot. People are in there with either just a towel on or or like a swimsuit on and like a towel. So I'm sitting there sweating. Everyone else in there hurting. Some dude opens the door to the steam room. And when I tell you my jaw just about smacked the floor, a uh, guy pulls up in a full sweats. I was like, you are joking right now. He's going to die. <laughs> Did like, he this, die? This guy's either committing suicide or he has to drop 33 pounds in the next 15 minutes or someone's going to kill his
0: family. Like, yeah. you know, I was gobsmacked. I'm like, this guy's insane. That guy definitely thinks going to the sauna is a workout. And that's like, if he puts on a... It might be for him. That might count as a workout for him. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if
1: it's going to last 45 minutes because his body might turn into a raisin by the end of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that was, I was floored, floored. (laughs) How long was he in there? Do you know? He was in there. He he was in there about as long as I, I I left a little bit. He is probably in there like 10 minutes. Ten
0: minutes. Okay. That's a long time. Reason. That, that's a
1: long sweatsuit. time. It's hard yeah. to like work down in a sweatsuit. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, no. It's horrible. <laughs> Damn. Was he just like a bigger end. dude?
0: Or like, do you think no. he's trying to shave? I couldn't see. Or... I couldn't tell. He was wearing a sweatsuit and it was dark in there. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I can't see. I, I could
1: barely see to start. I just see this gray mass <laughs> moving across the room. I'm like, What? <laughs> That's just his skin, bro. It's, uh... <laughs> it's the Michelin. I saw the Michelin man. Today. Yeah. <laughs> so that was crazy. And then what I do after I get out of the steam room is I go immediately into the cold plunge that we have in there. Oh, nice. So we, it's around fifty-ish degrees in the water. How Schwermerman so lab of you, bro? I uh, know. I'm I'm very scientific. <laughs> um, let let's call it fifty degrees inside of that water. It's frigid. Okay. Absolutely freezing. Like it's so cold. So I, I get in there and I'm, I'm in there maybe two, three minutes. Like it's horrible. <laughs> I, my jaw, after I picked it up from the floor of the sauna, once again, hit the floor of this cold tub. Okay. I'm, I'm, so imagine it, there's, there's steps going down into it. Then there's like the floor of it. It's only four feet deep maybe. And then mm-hmm. there's like a little shelf to sit on. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting on this side, on sitting on the shelf, me, and there's another guy on the far right. And then mm. there's maybe four feet between us, three feet between us. Another third man gets in. Burly, burly dude. Like I would never call him fat ever. He he's just thick. Okay. He's built like a grizzly bear. Okay. He gets into the tub, like just wearing compression shorts. He like walks down the stairs, goes over to the shelf, turns back around, puts his hands on the stairs. And then proceeds uh-huh. to lower his full body under the water. And then he's just, like, blowing bubbles up. And I'm sitting there, like, looking. I'm, like... So, he's, like, doing he's, a doing... push-up into the top. In, in, into the top. Yeah, full <laughs> bodies underneath there at this point, uh-huh. And he's just kind of, like, there's just air coming out. And I'm just, like, is he just doing, like, a quick dip? And, like, 10 seconds later, he comes back up. <gasps> and he goes right back <laughs> under. I was, like... <laughs> hold on a minute,
0: Yo, what on are a these minute.
1: People? they're training for some <laughs> Dude, that's what i was saying like he, he he was then under the water for a good 20 to 25 seconds so i'm in the cold tub way longer than i normally would be at this point because i'm just staring at this guy like who's in between me and another guy <laughs> like just bending down and like putting his whole body in there and then he he gets back up <gasps> then he does it again and at this point, I'm sitting there, and I could see the other guy kind of glance over at me. And so I, I turn my head. And I look at him, and he's just like, "Dude, are you looking at this?"
0: <laughs> that guy is definitely just nursing the most ungodly hangover. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much. Just it's got on. like he. The, the guy was like, "Dude, he's got to be
1: like a Navy SEAL." Like that. Those are the two options. He is in the middle of thirty-five Jager bombs, <laughs> or he is training to go kill yeah. osama bin laden's already dead body <laughs> like i don't yeah I, it was unbelievable he did he proceeded to do that same routine like four or five more times
0: so it was just his face no it was his whole body oh his whole body including his, his sp- whole yeah damn it was nuts yeah that is intense
1: <laughs> I was, and then he <laughs> walked right into the steam room after and i'm like dude i don't want to know what he's about to do in there
0: yeah Starts doing like, burpees. It's like these two guys and that that one video from a few years ago of the like guy running on the treadmill with swords. They're all oh, yeah. like the Avengers or something.
1: What do they know that we don't? Honestly, there's something. I don't know. Uh, they they got more insider knowledge than Nancy Pelosi, dude. Like it's, yeah. it's freaky out here, dude.
0: Wow. Maybe, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe by the end of seventy five hard, that'll be me yeah maybe maybe these guys are next up. They're gonna be on Huberman soon to espouse their techniques for how to succeed and be the healthiest man on earth ever yeah what do I know yeah Wow
1: Godspeed to them well with that uh as we continue the year uh, there's been a little little trendy trend going around the interwebs uh called in- people I don't know what is it called ins and outs just ins and outs. So it's people saying, okay, here's what's in for the year. Here's what's out for the year. So for 2024, Ben and I made our own little lists of of ins and outs. I want Ben to start. I want to hear what you think is going to be in and out this year.
0: Yeah, so on the topic of health and wellness, I think first thing out is caring about health. Okay. (laughs) I think – I, okay I I saw maybe it's just because it's the New year's and everyone's making the resolutions but more and more I see articles that are centered around like living longer or like preventing illness but like by using some sort of life by making some sort of lifestyle change for example, there was like a Wall Street journal article about how using a hearing aid might extend your life okay. <laughs> I'm still like i to fucking do that, <laughs> <laughs> or like the, I there I've seen two articles, one in the Washington Post, one in the Wall Street Journal, of like how to spot ultra processed foods versus like minimally processed foods. Basically, if it has three ingredients or fewer, it's very minimally processed. But there are all these things, and there's like tweet the studies about how oh if you stay up late it. Uh, your your chance of dying earlier are higher, and it's just all these studies about how to extend your life and uh these weird ancillary moves you can do to increase your lifespan. I I just think, I just think people are gonna stop fucking caring. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Want to to be here longer? Huh? People want to be here longer. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Don't you feel the day-to-day suffering enough? Uh, no, I, I think, like, people do care about that. But, like, we have so much content around it about, like, self-betterment and how to, like, improve every single part of your life so that you reach, like, peak humanity. I mean, that guy we talked about, who's that guy who's, like, trying to slow his aging down to Oh, aging? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Noah Johnson, or something, mm-hmm. uh, like he's a prime example of that. And uh, I just think we gotta just live our
1: fucking life. You know what's crazy is I actually saw a LinkedIn post today from some VC lady that was saying that, like, I, I wrote my first angel check today, it's for a company that's working with that guy, like, oh, on like reverse aging gene therapy or something like that. Yeah, so I'm Sounds like, yeah. <laughs>
0: Sounds, sounds, like sounds like a, like a real
1: grift. Yeah, yeah. But that's going to be like- on the other VC guy. I follow this other VC guy that invested in my company, and he has like a fa- a failure museum.
0: <laughs> what the hell?
1: Where he like has like a bunch of uh, stuff from things like Theranos or um, <laughs> rework and stuff like that. He has like a mini museum that shows like, hey, here's all the companies or products that are like crashed yeah.
0: and burned. It's pretty good. We talked about this on the pod. He's probably inspired by us.
1: Yeah, I guess
0: 18%. like uh, what I want to say is like, it's obviously it's important to care about your health and increase your lifespan, improve your, increase your lifespan. But like, it's the stuff that's like going to one to get healthy food. That's like ultra expensive and not really even that healthy or, uh, drinking like probiotic seltzers that don't actually do anything. It's like all these like bullshit, like quote unquote remedies that, uh, the studies say will improve your lifespan by two months. That it's just it's all too much. Yeah.
1: Well, I agree. I agree. Right. I'm just excited for like the Forbes article that says millennials looking to increase their lifespan so they can finally afford to buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real.
0: Somehow it's our fault. All right, what's your first out or in? Um my first out,
1: similar vein. I I put fiscal responsibility. I like it. I love Where it. Where people are just like Gonna see what's the point, and there's gonna be a lot more leisure spending, and less frugality.
0: There was like an article from about uh, the rich dad poor dad author, and <laughs> about how he's like one point two billion dollars in debt, and he's like, yeah. I mean, if I go under, the bank goes under, so <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna go under, so whatever, I'm good. Yeah, so we need we need to live more by that by that approach. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting case. People are like, "What's the point if like he's one point two billion in debt?" But I think he's using his one point two billion in debt a little bit differently than, yeah, almost, almost, perhaps Dan with a thousand dollars on his credit card.
0: Right. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's more groceries. So you're thinking
0: more spending, less, less saving. Yeah. Like I feel like... debt. You think? I feel like people are just throwing shit on their credit card, like. They're not going to sabotage their lifestyle for a clean personal balance sheet. So, yeah, I saw
1: this interview. It was just kind of like one of those street interviews where someone was like talking to this girl about like, like, hey, how much debt do you have? Like talking to millennials and she's like, oh, I've got like $70,000 of debt or something. And he's like, how are you going about paying that? And she's like, I'm not. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, what are they going to do? Like. Like hurt my credit score. I'm never going to afford a house anyway. Yeah. And then the guy's like, "Don't you feel like you have some moral responsibility to pay it back?" She's like, "To who?
0: Yeah. That's moral to who? <laughs> it's pretty true. <laughs> Dang, that is that is the attitude out here. So, hold up. Let me go to Porsche.com. <laughs> Check out. <laughs> I like the new Cayman. Um, <laughs> Damn, I like it. Okay, I'll put an in. I'll I'll get an in in there. In or do we want to do it? Should we just run through all the outs? Let's oh, do in. Let's balance it in. out. Frozen pizzas. Whoa, they're so, back.
1: They're so <laughs> bad. They're so
0: bad. They're so bad.
1: I had a friend. I've been getting so many personalized ads about the like the Sicilian whatever brand that is. The one like the has like a mustache.
0: It's like a big pizza. Oh hell! <laughs> Dude, can't a lot of ads. It. I have two. But all right, that proves it. Yeah, so I like had a, a personal frozen pizza a few weeks ago for the first time in years, truly years. It was gas. What brand? What brand? Right, Baron uh, Rouse.
1: Uh, oh, unreal. Rouse hits. <laughs> yeah, <When> everything <laughs> they touch
0: is gold. Yeah, dude, they know they do business. All right, <laughs> they they know it's good. They don't fuck around. They need some cheap packaged Italian food, and uh you're. You're getting all – the Amex is going to just keep swiping, maybe. That's, right. That's right. Uh, Caitlin said that she saw a TikTok about, like, a Whole Foods pizza that was trending. It's just like a regular white pizza. Then you put, like, fig on it. I tried it. That was gas. Yes. I saw a tweet today from a guy saying, Amy's margarita pizza is unreal good. It's the year of frozen pizza. Wow shout out millennials
1: trending things that are just poverty eating
0: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: (laughs) oh my gosh someone's financial advisor is gonna you spent four percent of your income on frozen pizzas yeah again fiscal
0: responsibility out the window had to know if they were good
1: yeah Yeah. i just bought them all i like that i like that all right uh my first in for the year is the single instagram photo
0: Ooh, I think it's coming back baby. I, like
1: I think I think we're, I like we're coming one. back to it yeah I think people are gonna be a little tired of either uh, the effort mm-hmm. that it takes to produce a portfolio that you post mm-hmm. or people are just gonna be content saturated so it's gonna be quick hitters now. I like that back to the one one No hit. more
0: dumps the dumps are out. I not that I have anything against them but 4%. None to take a dump or two. Uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, what do you think editing ultra editing is back? Do you think minimal editing? Not is... yet. Okay. Not yet. We'll talk about this uh, in on my next in. Oh, we'll shit. talk about this okay. more on that. Okay. Uh, all right. My next out is newsletters, sub stacks, publications, newsletters that they send out. I love a good newsletter, but there are too many. There are simply too many. I think in the past couple of years, people like me have like subscribed to a bunch of newsletters. They were excited about. Maybe I read one, and then over time, I'd wake up with every day with eight emails. And I'm just overwhelmed, and I just like swipe them all as as mark has read, and then I just don't touch them. It's it's information overload. It's it's too much. And then I just go back and like go to the normal publications that I read online. The only one I subscribe to is The Market Buzz
1: by Buzz Carr, telling you everything you need to know. Oh
0: yeah, dude. Uh, Is that what that's saying? It's a good one. It's it's concise. It's brief. It gives you good stats. I love it. Subscribe to The Market Buzz by... The Market Buzz. Official standing desk stamp of approval. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Caldwell Banker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, What's your next? my next i'll do my next in since it's related to my last one i'm saying just the 2000s early to okay. mid 2000s style aesthetics
0: wait it's out or in, in. I, I feel like it's coming. already been it's it's trending that way so you're thinking it's like going i think this is this is the boom okay i feel like the trendy
1: people have picked up on it and now it's going to hit the mass okay right like i like the low rise jeans Damn. um the Kind of old style shooting of photography or like uh, kind of like the old camcorder style, like the more authentic feeling Yeah, uh, information. Like, so what was that? What was that one app? Um, well, I guess it was Be Real, was kind of trying to do like the here's one picture posted, it's authentic, whatever, no editing, mm-hmm. all that stuff. There's another one uh-huh. now. You know what I'm talking about? It's I forget what it's called, but it's yeah, laps, 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 laps. That's what it is. Um, where like you take a few pictures or whatever, and then you have to like wait for them to quote unquote develop, Mm -hmm. and then they come out as like a disposable camera type look. Right. So I I think all of that aesthetic and kind of maybe like the we've gone very muted modern in the last five years probably. Now mm-hmm. we're going to go, I think, to louder, more kind of zany, crazy design and all that kind of stuff, which I like. I that. Welcome. Yeah,
0: yeah. because I feel like there was like a subtrend around Y2K, but that was like very niche and kind of like yeah. this small pocket. And I do think like Y2K is different than like the mid-aughts, you know, mm-hmm. um, like you're describing. So I do think, I, I agree, there, there will be a natural next step where it's like, yep. A little more reeled in from like the super exper- experimental y2k stuff but like like you say not as cure like manicured as it yeah is. yeah yeah exactly Love it. okay <clears throat> my next in is the color red and or maroon i, I just think it's in <laughs> i don't know take for it no no i mean i don't know i just think they're good colors. They haven't had their time to shine. It's an election year. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> red wave,
0: baby, it's coming. Okay. Gr- like forest green was a color like a couple years ago. I think this year is pink. Uh, I think maroon is like the natural next step because it's like on the red side, but it's more of that like deep, deeper tone, like a green. You know what I mean? Huh. guys can wear it women can wear it i just think it's a great color oh i have one maroon shirt there it is it's your year
1: <laughs> the world here, is baby. yours
0: <laughs> that shirt's not coming off hell yeah bro or red or red i like a deep red too i don't it every... have a lot of red i don't have a lot of red you can wear it. every single guy i don't have any ready yeah. but you know
1: maybe sorry. now you will sorry your folks uh Next out, green bubble shaming. Ooh, okay. I like this. I think it's going to be, there's a, there's there's two pieces to this. One, I think people are just going to stop caring or be more accepting of the Android <laughs> lifestyle. Hmm. Uh, but also I think this is the year that Apple opens up iMessage to other platforms so that this will no longer be an issue
0: yeah they won't ha- it won't happen because there will be no green bubbles yeah no i read an article that like they're kind of facing potential um antitrust lawsuits because of it because people are saying it's actually kind of a wild argument that like people don't want to buy android because they don't want to be the loser <laughs> that messes up the group text like that's essentially what these lawsuits are saying I can't
1: wait for the case study on this in like 10 years I where know. people like uncover how insanely diabolical yeah. that plan was.
0: Dude, like I, think it's, I think it's very it. true. I think it's, it's very genius. It's I wouldn't genius. buy an Android for that reason alone. I, I've yeah. mentioned that to my dad. We've got, cause he is an avid Android user. I'm an iPhone user and we've, I've, I've brought up that point. I don't want yeah. text to go green, text to go green. Uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently there's this app. Um, that allows Android users to like overcome, like they can, they go into this app. I don't, I don't know exactly how it works, but basically it allows Android users to join group texts, and their texts aren't green. It's like huh. still all my message. They like reverse engineer the encryption that Apple uses, but then like Apple <laughs> basically like fixed the bug that allowed them to use this. and so now they're fucked. So wow, I think you're onto something. I really do. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Out Twitter slash X. I think it's this is the year it dies. I think it's done. I I was considering putting that too, but I I don't know. I've watching like it. That's that's true.
1: Yeah. I I don't I don't think it's going to die quite yet. I think it's going to be a slow, painful death. Mm. This might be like a 2027, like it's finally shuts
0: down type thing. Yeah. But you think like this is the the big like slope decline, like the big oh. fall, the roller coaster plummet. We're 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 definitely on the downhill at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Gravity's taking over. This 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 roller coaster's hitting the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh okay. What do you got next? Is that it? Uh
1: I have another in. I think in the ever-changing roller coaster of these unprecedented times. <laughs> I think remote working will come back. Interesting. I think, so I've, I we're seeing the trend, the RTO trend, return mm-hmm. to office trend coming back now where more companies are mandating it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think they're going to get punched in the face so hard with people that aren't mm. taking that. And they're going to have so much difficulty trying to recruit talent again that they're going to have to, I think it's going to be a latter half of 2023, or 2020, hello, 2024 type thing. But I think that's going to be the transition again just people realizing, hey, like, our talent pool is diminished significantly by making this, like, a, an in-office type thing. Mm-hmm. And like, what's the point? So I, I think we're going to go back to
0: that being a much more corporate-accepted form of working. You don't think they're going to try to bargain with themselves and, like, fight for hybrid? No. Because the be- hybrid's still... To me, hybrid's like, what's the point at that point? It's yeah, almost exactly. worse because, like... You like the workers don't want to be there and they know they can do their jobs from home. Right. But they're forced to be in there for some unknown reason. (laughs) Right. Like I feel like a company could have a much smaller office space locally for corporate
1: if they wanted to do that and then have a bunch of remote employees and then take all of the spend that they're saving by having totally people remote and like use that to either give a stipend or even like bring everyone together once a year to talk in person. Like or oh. just give budgets to departments to let them do an on-site event or something like that. Like that's what we do over here at the old Flowcast factory. Works out great. Agree. Yeah, I, I get excited every time I see my coworkers mm-hmm. as opposed to like oh yeah hey Jim, it's another day in the office, right? It's oh boy, I gotta go see you know Megan and like all oh, my like who's yeah. a f- friend of the podcast. Uh you know or like my other coworkers. Like it just makes way more sense.
0: Yeah, and yeah, usually they're like events to look forward to. It's like natural bonding rather than yeah. just the day-to-day doldrums. I'm here for it. <clears throat> okay, my next in is daily games. Daily internet games. So you and I uh, have partuk, partaken uh, in these. We do like this basketball grid <laughs> every day where you have to guess like the players or you have to like kind of like wordle you guess the basketball player um based on their team etc i think though not a lot of people really use these kinds of games There are a lot like washington post has a bunch new york times has a bunch there's like the new york times mini there's connections in, on new york times that's connections, cool. dude so gas for sure i recently started doing that um and then washington post has like a spelling bee one I think people are going to start getting, they're really addictive. Like, yeah. you do it three days in a row and you don't stop. <laughs> like, yeah. So I think people are going to pick up more and more on these. I like that. I'm I'm, I'm here for it. It's only uh,
1: fun, though, in a social setting. Yeah, true. But, to, like, I would never do any of, like, the games that we do, probably, unless, like, someone posted, hey, I'm doing it. And then I won't okay, all right, cool.
0: I want to throw mine in there, too. Yeah, and you share and you talk about it. I so like like, do, you, of it. do you do connections by yourself? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think it depends on the nature me. of the game. Yeah. Like, oh, true. you spelled that word right? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I knew there was a you in camouflage, bro. I fucking knew it. <laughs> oh, towards the end. Yeah, there is. Okay.
1: Uh, okay. I have, I have one more out. I have I- one more out. I have one more out. Oh, okay, go. Techwear out
0: brad <laughs> <I've> been out <laughs> gorp core strength. oh you mean like gorp core yeah i've heard that the opposite i've plus re- tech where i think it's gone i've read that gorp core is only beginning it's only beginning. oh dude that's what i hear man that's what Word i read. On the streets yeah I mean, the collaborations didn't stop. Stucy had a collaboration with Mountain Hardware. People still love, like, Arcteryx. Uh, I see fucking pockets on everything. The North Face is still doing numbers. I think think Gorp is here to stay, man. Solomon's still going crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I I could maybe see Gorp Core sticking around.
1: The techier side of it, I think, is gone. So like, like, my jacket technical? can also turn
0: into a bag and also a sling. It is a harness. <laughs> like I think that's that's out. No, I agree. The ultra technical stuff was definitely like a trend. Like, I always thought it was so. I still think it's goofy when people wear like the Arc'teryx rain jacket when it's like sunny outside. Yeah, <laughs> just because it's like it was cool to wear the Arc'teryx jacket. That was tough. It was very it's very tough. tough uh all right um okay I have a couple more ins and outs so out the going to the grocery store tiktoks or like target have you seen those where the elaborate he does there's this dude and he like sets up his tripod does the whole get ready with me for a trip to target and then he sets up his tripod outside of his car gets out of his car and then he Films every stop in Target, taking stuff off the shelves, putting them in his cart, checking out, leaving Target. He films his entire journey to Target, which is a normal trip to the store. And I've seen that for grocery store runs. Seen it often. I think those are It's a
1: very millennial thing to do, I think. Very, very brutal. Wow. Okay. no, that I hope so. I hope that's out. Dude.
0: People like
1: it. I mean, yeah. I'm like I I don't get it, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to justify it like cuz I've watched other people's like daily vlogs but they're doing a lot of things
0: in there. Yeah. It's not like a menial task like going grocery shopping. Like watch me pave bricks. Yeah. Like what?
1: These are the so goldfish.
0: I, I decide in the gold. life as a security officer at the mall. Let's <laughs> see what's like. I think, I think those are out. Uh, yeah, I, ho- I, 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 hope so. I, I wouldn't watch that. That's tough. Uh, my last out is superhero movies. I think superheroes Ooh. had a very tough year. Very I'm, tough. I'm, I'm here for this one. Yeah. Side from Across the Spider Verse, I don't think there was a single other good notable superhero movie this year. There was the Flash, <laughs> which I actually yeah, thought was yeah. alright, but that that was definitely a flop. Uh, and uh, yeah, they just canceled the DC Extended Universe. Guardians of the Galaxy was ass. They've like tried to put push out all these like TV series about superheroes. I just think people are kind of over it. I'm just kind of yeah. just kind of stale. I just
1: hope the boys sticks around. I hope Invincible sticks around. True That's about it.
0: True. Um and then my last two ends <clears throat> my first one is board games big year for games
1: really big year for games
0: getting with the fellas uh and playing some Scrabble playing settlers of Catan playing chess it's all it's all it's all here and my final one is buying physical magazines. I think the Ooh. internet is unusable <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I yeah. throw it away. I, dude. I think my biggest issue is the the allow cookies on every single site you go to. It, think about how annoying pop ups are, right? Yeah, a, you got a pop up. You have to close out of it. That you have to experience that every single web page you go to, every yeah. single one. And then usually, like if it's a magazine, it'll like have the like pop up to, like, subscribe to their, in, their newsletter. Or if it's a store, it'll be like, subscribe to get 10% off your first purchase. It's it's so bad. I think people want just something they can open, read, no fuss. It's a tangible thing. It's a collectible. They could use it as home decor if they want to frame it. Magazines are back.
1: I want the Web 1.0 experience with Web 2.0 functionality. Is that That's, is that too much to ask? Exactly right. It's exactly right. Download yeah, an ad blocker, kids.
0: <laughs> but the cookies! Okay. Yeah, you uh, can't that... get rid of cookies. Lettuce. That's true. No, they have, like Google's phasing them out, actually. they give true. Uh, okay. Uh, that's that's what we got. Let us know your ins and outs are. Welcome back. Uh, this is Cooler Talk, where we try two drinks and give them a live review on the pod. Dan, what do you have for us today? So on
1: my journey of 75 hard stay hard brother uh, we' we're, we're, we're trying a healthier drink such as O2 hydration mm. it's 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 a new class of sports drink then all right um, this is blackberry currant uh, with other flavors it's caffeine free thank goodness there's wow. only 15 calories in this can uh, but with 550 milligrams of electrolytes so it's full of everything that I need to survive. Hydrate like you mean it. Oh, okay. This actually kind of sits on the back, but we're going to read it anyway. Fact. Most sports sports drinks are total BS, but today's your lucky day. You're holding the best tasting, better for you sports hydration on earth. So now what? A hundred wall balls in a minute, 500 hundred push-ups in a row, whatever you do, you got to hydrate like you mean it.
0: Oh my God. What? Honesty,
1: humility, hustle says all this on the can. There's two more paragraphs. I'm not reading that.
0: <clears throat> the first
1: oh, time I've heard of wall ball in ages. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to call it. It says LFG, you beautiful savage. Uh-huh. That's dope. So edgy. Very edgy. Non-carbonated, thank goodness. Thank God. It does smell pretty refreshing. <clears throat> I'll give them that. They make a good smelling drink. A lot of flavor. Okay. Way more flavor than I was expecting. So, does it taste
0: like erythritol or aspartame? It does have erythritol in it. Of course, it does. It's it's tart. It's pretty tart. Okay.
1: It contains zero percent juice, by the way. Hell yeah! Why does it taste like blackberries then? <laughs> How did they
0: get this to taste like blackberries? That may be what they call a highly processed beverage. <laughs> Yeah, this can't be healthy.
1: Tastes all right. It's a 6.7. Okay. 6.7 for you, you before
0: I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> uh, flavor was blackberry currant. Wow. All right. Find it at your local sprouts, I assume. Got this one at the gym. Wow. Find it at your local lifetime. Yep, I'm doxing you. Okay. Dang. You don't know which lifetime I go to. <laughs> True. All right. I have a sparkling berry lemonade from Charity Joe's. Oh, that probably hits so hard. It's like one of those big bottles. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, popping bottles. (laughs) All right, I'll pour it in a glass and I'm civilized. This is going to be, I'm predicting like a 7, 8 or higher. (laughs) It's got a lot of bubbles, a lot of carbonation. You'll have to see that in a sparkling lemonade, of course. It's good, but the carbonation kind of ruins it. Really? Too much carbonated? Yeah, it's too carbonated. Bubbles are are big. Big bubbles. It's good, but yeah, it just kind of feels like I'm drinking... It feels like you're drinking the best version of White Claw. Best version that it could be. Which could be solid. But I don't know, it's just that carbonation, I think. Um... Probably good as a mixer as our most trade. So we try on the pot. I will give it, it, it was good though. I'll give it a 7 2. Seven, two.
1: Okay. I was close. Yeah. I expected more from our good friends over at Trader Joe's.
0: Yeah. Yep. Oh, what a shame. All right. We'll be back for my top five. Welcome back. This is my top five of the week uh, where I list. Five things and Dan tries to guess what they are. Kind of like New York's time New York Times' connections, but way wow. better. Okay, so number one, this is in no order. Hunter Biden. Oh boy. Kanye West. A repeat on top five, I believe. Elon Musk. Matt Reif, the comedian. You know Matt Reif. Yeah. Okay. And Travis Kelsey. Five dudes, <laughs> wow, top five, top five guys ever. This is an eclectic group of people. Top um, five broskies. <clears throat> we got Hunter Biden, Kanye, Elon, Matt Reif, Travis Kelsey. For listeners who don't know, Matt Reif is just kind of like this terrible comedian who blew up on TikTok for his crowd work, and then people realized he actually sucks at stand up. He had a special where he was just like really. Misogynistic and insensitive, and made fun of <laughs> abused people. It was bad. It was so bad. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I heard it was pretty rough. It was. I, I watched seventy five percent of it. It was very bad. Genuinely. Right. Sorry. Um,
1: I'm gonna go. The five worst people to do an escape room with. <laughs>
0: Kind of cause is the top five trending people from last year that uh, you would least want at your dinner party? No, oh, I thought I was, I was gonna go that route. So yeah, I'll I don't know, know man. Hunter guys... Biden
1: could be a good time. Who? Yeah, Hunter Biden I think yeah. he knows how to party.
0: It depends on who's throwing the dinner, what kind of party, what kind of dinner party you're throwing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hunter Biden's bringing the coke and the hookers. Kanye, yeah. you know. Con has been. He's going to start saying,
1: you don't have to start any conversations. He's just going to start talking.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talking about stuff you do not want to talk about. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I think he could go either way. I think he could either be kind of a goofball and kind of entertaining or just like the most annoying bro. A dud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt Reif, obviously, just an annoying person. And same with Elon Musk. I, and these are like a five as a whole, right? Yeah, like no, as a group, yeah. One off, maybe you can make it work. But as as a whole, oh my God.
1: No, that's horrifying.
0: Okay. um, Now we're going into the Standing Desk Podcast movie corner. Uh, and we're going to be talking about, not Joe Tarantino, but uh, Quentin Tarantino. I recently watched a good majority of his films. I think all but a couple. And so I want to just dis- I want to discuss the ratings or where they ra- I want to discuss where they rank Dan, who's also seen a good amount. You've seen a good amount of Quentin, right? I've seen a a lion share of his films. I feel like you like him more than me. He's grown on me. Okay. So his films. We got my best friend's birthday. His first film. Haven't seen it. Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Four Room, well, that doesn't count. He's a segment director. Jackie Brown, Kill Bill, Kill Bill 2, Death Proof, um, Inglorious Bastards, Django, The Hateful Eight, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've seen all of these except for my best friend's birthday and Death Proof.
1: I have not seen my best friend's birthday. I regrettably have not seen Reservoir Dogs recent watch great movie um have
0: not seen death proof and have not seen hateful eight okay just that was the most recent my most recent watch okay so do you want to just go by instead of ranking them do you would you rather rank them or go like by tier ranking them is far more exciting at the bottom turn around the bottom we have the hate Eight. late oh really I know a lot of people like this movie. It, it goes on for too long. It's too slow of a burn. It's two hours, 40 minutes. It doesn't need to be that long. <clears throat> it's just too long, man. All right. Fair enough. Great, funny dialogue, but it's just... And it's gory. It's like classic Tarantino, but it's too long. Kill Bill 2. Not as oh, good as Kill Bill I had not 1.
1: seen Kill Bill 2. Sorry, correction.
0: Yeah. Uh, not as good as Kill Bill 1. It's about the same st- stuff, but not as good. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Whoa. Third- last. I think probably an uncommon, unpopular opinion. I think a lot of people are pulp heads. If they're, if they're like Tarantino. It's just too... It's too many... It's too convoluted, man. I haven't seen it in a while, but... I just don't really like how, like, all the... Plots like work parallel to each other, and they like all kind of meet at one point. It's just a lot. It's a lot of. It's like it's like you're doing homework. (laughs) Then we got Kill Bill one. Wow, action movie. Uh, yeah, great action (laughs) movie. I mean, lots of action, uh, violence, gore, all everything that Tarantino does. Then we got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great movie. Great performances by Leo and Brad Pitt. I almost like want to put this higher, but I feel like I can't. And I don't know why. Yeah. Then we got Reservoir Dogs, which I know you haven't seen, but great acting. It's got Steve Buscemi, a bunch of others. It's it's tight. I think it's less than two hours long. Um, But there are twists in that two hours. And it's a very simple plot. Basically, they're trying to find the rat that ruined. It's like a mob. And they're trying to find the rat who messed up their operation and call the cops. That's that's it. Very simple. Uh, Then we got Jackie Brown, which is more. There's more going on. It's about a flight attendant who um, like smuggles money in for her. Her boss who's an arms dealer and so she's sure. working with the cops the the gun guy and the good guy. a bondsman she's basically like working three people to try to like get out of this jam because either she's going to prison this arms dealer is going to kill her well those are the two options so she yeah. uses a bunch of people and is like the play puppet master then we got in glory's bastards Great movie. Great movie. Funny. Good. Nazis suck ass. (laughs) All that good stuff. Then number one, we have Django Unchained. Jamie Foxx, great performance. Leo does all right. Um, Who else is in that? I don't know. Great premise. Great story. Simple plot. Guy's trying to get his wife back. We love it redemption arc all right now you go all right so for my list of tarantino films in which i have seen
1: would have probably half of them no uh the la- bottom of the list once upon a time in hollywood what you didn't like it i didn't i didn't dislike like i would have put a disclaimer out there i didn't dislike any of these movies okay. all right but this one didn't
0: like did, it didn't do much for me honestly like i saw it late and by the time i watched it i forgot it was a tarantino film and after I watched it, I forgot it was a turn. I still didn't realize it was a turn to NFL. Like, yeah. it's not him at all. It was just just, like, I, I get what it was. It, it's like a slice
1: of life, but also kind of shows a little bit of insight into, like, the whole, like, Charlie Manson type thing. Like, Great. that was the only, like, part of the movie that I thought was, like, good. Like, like not good. Like, interesting. Like, yeah. Like, like, well. got me. like I, I understand why it's, like, cool, because it's, again, showing how life was. It's... There was no <sighs> real true climax outside of that, but like I don't know.
0: I just love seeing Brad Pitt do a thing, so good. Yeah, just. It it's fine. just like a movie where people like kind of talk for two and a half hours. Yeah,
1: exactly. And even then, like I'm. I mean, I liked Oppenheimer, which was just a
0: lot of yeah, a lot of meetings, <laughs> a movie about yeah. meetings, <laughs>
1: a lot of yapping in that movie. Yeah. Um, then we're gonna go kill Bill volume one. Okay. All right. Good movie.
0: Like you said, good action movie. Um yeah, I agree. Like I think it's all overrated in the history of time. But yeah. it was pretty it good. was kind of like John Wick before John Wick was the thing. Yeah, exactly. Like just like an over the top like action movie. Yeah. I mean super wielding a freaking
1: katana. Like you know, it's <laughs> it's sick, like it's cool. Um after that, we're we're gonna take a trip on over uh to Pulp Fiction. Good movie. I like. I I like the. the I I like the interweaving story. I think more than you do. Okay. Um, I thought it was very well done. Like when I when I go into these final few films here, like these are all films I think are very very good. Sure. I I like I definitely like pulp fiction a lot more than you do, despite (laughs) the fact that it is in the middle of my list. Um.
0: Again, you're a bigger Tarantino guy.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I like I like his style a lot more. Um. And then I think I only have two left on here that I've seen. Uh my final two are the same as yours. Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained. Django's at the top? Django's at the top. I really wrestled with it too. Because they're both it's, it's like 1A, 1B. Yeah. The Inglorious Bastards cast is like floor to ceiling, like perfectly done. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know. It's so it's so so tough. Like Christoph Waltz does such a yeah, job dude.
0: I saw two. was like, who plays, who can play a he, they both the hero and the villain brilliantly, and it's Christoph Waltz did.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess he was also in Django, wasn't he? Because he was the hero in Django. Yeah. 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 He he does a good job at both. I mean, Jamie Fox was stupid good, underrated at,
0: actor in bro. Django.
1: Yeah. And obviously, Leo did a great job. Yeah, I mean, there's just, I mean, like, even, like, just the smaller appearances from, like, Samuel L. Jackson in that yeah. movie. Like, just super impressive, like, good plot line. It had a little bit of a, yeah, not, like, anachronisms, like, but, like, more modern takes on, like, an older style film, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I thought that was super, super nice. Um, it, it's gripping. It keeps you there the whole time, and it make, it feels like a short movie. So one of, one of my favorite movies, period, is Django,
0: hands down. For sure, for sure. I, I What's so cool about both of these is, like, they just depict, like you say, they depict something that happened in history, but, like, it's it's easy to watch and it's entertaining. It doesn't feel like you're watching a period piece. Uh, and it's just perfect. It's, like, it's really simple. You just depict the good guy overcoming the bad guy <laughs> yeah. in like, two very bad uh, very just horrible periods of history, right? Yeah, just the good guy overcoming some of the worst people of all time. Yep, yeah, it's it's, it's not rocket science, it's really not. It's really not. We need to produce more bad people for better movies, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's all there is to it. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Uh, Just kidding. Okay, that's our Tarantino list. Let us know what you think of Tarantino's movies. Do you like them? Do you hate them? What's your favorite? What's your least favorite? Let us know. That's all we got for you. Plenty more pods 2024. Looking forward to another video with y'all. Thanks for all your support. We really do appreciate it. See you next week. See ya! (laughs)